Hello and welcome, this is Sunny and today's episode is a recording of a Zoom call. So if you didn't already know, um, I have been conducting investor roundtable calls with some investing friends that I have. We do it Monday late evening and we talk about markets where we think it's going and our thoughts, picks, ideas and takes. So with how volatile markets are and how quickly things are changing, we do it for about 40 minutes and this is the recording. In this episode, we discuss primarily four things. A, have markets bottomed. B, is the optimism premature in terms of how markets have bounced back. C, which companies will bounce back the strongest when the shutdown ends. And D, how to approach the upcoming earnings season. So listen through it. If you like it, definitely share. And if you want to participate, let me know if you need the link. Thank you. Last week, markets rose 12%, the biggest rise, I guess, since 19-something-something. Everything is since 19-something-something. So, do we believe it? What do we do from here? Go Nishit first, then Mo. Ankita, whenever you want, just say hand in and then step in, but it's up to you. Yeah, I'm just going to listen in, like you said, just because I'm, I'm amateur at all of this. So, just here to learn more than contribute, I guess. Definitely. But if you have something to say, just raise your hands. So we'll start with Nishit, and then Panda, and then Mo, and then I go. Yeah, I'm, I'm still on the sidelines. I'm not, I'm not trusting anything right now. Um, I, I, I think we're going to see, see another dip before, before a true bull run, uh, to be very honest. Um, and this week would probably give us a direction or kind of some sense of that uh, on, on how we close this week. Um, mainly, I assume, I, I think that SPY, um, which, which I usually try to, to understand the market, is going to keep oscillating between 260 and 280. Um, and if it, if it breaks either one of those with, with, with a heavy volume, uh, we will know what direction um, it's going in. But I'm still on the sidelines. I'm, I'm not getting into anything right now so you feel we're range bound till we break yeah yep yep i'm waiting for a direction a true direction okay panda yeah can you hear me yeah yeah i'm feeling the same way what i said last week like we might have some sideways but i mean looking at the looking at the chart it does look like a v-shape recovery so i don't i don't think it's going to go down again that much there might be some dips here and there but I was tracking futures yesterday and then again this morning and things were like down, but it pretty much like came back up in 300s. And if you look at the NASDAQ, that's in positive because most of the tech stocks are up and the healthcare is up. So I really don't know if we'll go back to that. You might trade sideways for, for this earning season, but I don't see any big dips. Well, I mean, it can happen, but I don't, I don't think it should. Okay. So you're the most positive of the lot, I guess. Uh, and... Nishit brought up a topic of bottom or no bottom. I guess your answer is yes, a bottom. Like the bottom has already happened. Yeah, that's what I wow. yeah, Okay, pretty sure. Mo, sorry. Yeah, Mo. Hey, Goldman Sachs came out and they said, we have a bottom in place and everything is great. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how is everyone pricing things? Like mm -hmm. what, how are the earnings going to look? Like I, I, I'm still trying to figure out like how that will happen. And... Like, I'm, I'm just looking at, like, you know, on Wednesday, retail sales come out and they're expecting a 5% decline. Um, I believe it's like year over year um, in March. Just 5%? Um, 
Yeah, like, like is it? It's, it's either a month or a month or I, I don't know, but like it's a five percent number. And I just look while mm-hmm. you guys are talking, and it's just like if that's the case, that would be one of the biggest declines, like on record, or or at least since like uh, the financial crisis. And and I don't know how people can call a bottom based on um, based on no data. Like, how do you how do you say that, right? And that's that's one of my biggest concern and and again i'm i think there are three phases of the bear market we talked about this and this is this is the suckers rally or the dead get bounce and we mm-hmm. see another leg down or that's what i think at least right mm-hmm. but yeah that's that's where i stand yeah so i guess uh we have such a good mix negative stable positive yeah. okay uh i feel like i'm uh range bound slash negative a little bit so I feel like we will drag lower the more we digest where it goes. Um, so right now we're counting, I guess we're like, uh, the base case is May opening. Everybody's talking about May opening, right? Uh, including Fauci to Trump, everybody is saying May opening. So I guess the base case is we will open in May um, and gradually slowly open. So it seems very positive. Nobody will go bankrupt. Everybody's here to buy everybody. Market is gonna open again. Why worry? Everything is good. Uh, I don't know. So I guess, so Buffett hasn't yet come out. He's, he's actually, I'm looking at like insider sellings and Berkshire is still selling. So a bank of New York, I looked at their Finviz and Berkshire was like selling. So he feels it's not done. I guess I'm not saying we should watch him necessarily, but I feel there is some more negativity to come. Maybe we overreacted, but we will drift down as we realize that. Uh, so again, YouTube. I'm watching every YouTuber say, "Oh, it's the opportunity. Buy, buy, buy." You know, like everybody's buying hotels, tourism, but I feel we're discounting how short term the impacts are. I feel like impacts are way more longer term than that. Like a lot of habits will change. Like for months and months, if not years to come. And these industries will not get back up. And maybe the earnings will give an idea how bad it is. What, on the positive side, I'll just end with this. On the positive side, uh, some earnings may actually surprise and some companies we may find out are really nothing to do with it. I think Roku had a good news after market today. I have some Roku. Uh, like, it, people are staying in. Roku may go up actually. So there, we might find some good spots in earnings. But I feel like there is a lot of digestion to happen, a realization to happen about how long-term really this bad is. Can I just, uh, add, just out of an opinion, uh, I, when this whole COVID thing started, I sort of fell off uh, following the market, just got busy in other ways. But speaking from when um, we should be reopening, just from like an insider perspective, I guess, is, the fear of a surge if we open too soon and then we start seeing cases go up and death rates increase, you're going to see another plummet in the market. And I, I personally also think that we haven't hit bottom, but like I said, I'm speaking on a very, uh, with very limited information because I have, I haven't been following that well lately. Um, but I personally don't think we've hit the bottom just yet. The whole stimulus check of $1,200, like I don't think that's gonna hold people over. I I think people are going to um, fear. There's a lot of fear right now that's driving the market. So 
Um, you see any sort of neg negative news, if you reopen too soon and you see a little bit negative news come through, you're, I feel like we're going to hit another low. So we've already gone down pretty low, but then yeah. we have room, in my opinion, to go down yeah. further. But so I, this is a, did you see this chart, uh, I guess, we sent on a group chat, which Morgan Stanley released a three-year timeline on what they think is going to happen medically, uh, when the peak of new cases is going to happen, when the testing capacity is going to go up, and when they project uh, new cases will be coming in again. Uh, just look at it and tell us later on what your opinion is on that. I guess it's not visible here. But uh, one, yeah, one interesting thing I was thinking uh, before we move on from that topic is how, I guess the next topic would be how would we open up and how does that impact things? So listen to this. I feel if social guidelines, social distancing guidelines aren't in place, if we're thinking restaurants will go back up to where they were. What if? What if A, the people will not come in, but B, what if we're required to man maintain six feet distance between the tables, the capacity of restaurants will be cut to one third. What do you think? I, I think we're gonna see a partial uh, opening up if we see any opening up. And, and like, like I said, it's, we're, we go back to normal when we're actually, you know, like we decide on like on a group chat that we're gonna go to a certain bar or club or whatever it is to hang out. That's when normal is. I don't think we're getting to normal anytime soon. It's gonna take a few months for me to be comfortable, like, you know, taking a plane ride from here to New York or like, you know, like it'll be, it'll be a long time before I'm comfortable doing mm -hmm. all these things. And I'm, I'm, and that's just me, but there are a lot of people who are thinking the similar way. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they may open up in May, but, will you go out to shop like you did in January? That's the yeah. question. So they're talking about like, the first thing to open up is manufacturing plants, right? Like car plants. So the demand was 16, 17 million annualized rate. Well, now right. the demand is four to five. Well, you're not gonna go back manufacture 16. There is no demand. So. <laughs> That's the problem, right? Like you're gonna open up manufacture, build up things. Like people are only going to buy one thing after, you know, it's been like, I think of it as like haircut, right? Like I go, uh, at the end of this, I'm going to get one haircut, not three or eight or 10, just one haircut and I'm done. Right. Like, you know, and that's what you have to think. Like people who are miss like people who used to go every month. Uh, now they're only going three, uh, one time in three months or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. So, so you have to think of it that way too. So it's, it's going to have a long lasting impact in my opinion. And do, do you think impact would be just consumer behavior or government would like enact the social distancing guidelines so resulting in like theaters can be only one third full? I can see that. I can actually see that. Airlines could be like no middle seat, like everybody yeah. only. Yeah. 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 I can see that, but, but you know, with, if that's if that's what's happening, might as well just keep everything closed until you know until we get it get it out of the way, right? Like not just mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Like it, it's it's capacity. Yeah, like restaurants would like to open for sure. Like I Maybe know prices they, go up if like if for all businesses to be profitable, if they can only serve so many capacity. Yeah, I don't know. They'll have to raise prices. They'll have to do um, like they'll have to pay for their expenses if they're taking in hundred customers a day, for example, when they used to take, mm -hmm. say, 300, um, they're going to have to come up with some creative way to either, either government pays them. That's even another issue I don't want to get into. <laughs> but then, So how do we make the most out of businesses opening back? What do you think? What do you all think 
is the best sector to bet on? Nishit has an answer, I feel. No, I don't have an answer. There, there are no right or wrong answers in this case. But I think I, I think we are kind of trailing because um, I, I think if you just follow what's happening in China, because Wuhan opened up, right, and what exactly is going on, uh, we'll we'll get a pulse of of what's the, because here's the thing. Um, no government government as of today knows what the right answer is, right, on right. on opening up things or doing whatever they want to, right. Um, so I think a lot of them would be leading, kind of looking at like either South Korea or China. Um, I, I don't think anyone trusts China uh, a lot right now, but uh, in terms of numbers, right? Um, but um, I think I think in terms of strategies, uh, that would be leading and, and looking at what 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 goes right, what goes wrong, because we we still are like a month behind from the peak or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I, I think China is going to drive, and whatever happens in China, um, those outcomes are going to drive what are the strategies that will be implemented in other countries. That's my two yeah. cents. So, so what do you, what do you bet on to for the economy turning back on? Which sectors would recover the fastest? Do you think? Uh, I would say I would say airlines will uh, will will recover, uh, especially in countries. I would say especially in developed countries where airlines is is the right mode of travel. Uh, it's the essentially the only mode of travel. Um, because at the end of the day, business travel has to happen, right? Um, and and people will. One thing I'm also kind of noticing on social media is people are kind of getting anxious of just being at home, right? So it's also having a different effect. Where like I want to go out on a vacation as soon as this is all all said and done, right? Um, so it would kind of be tied up to to consumer confidence, like like Mo said earlier, where um, are you going to be confident enough that you'll be flying in an airline? We don't know, but um, sooner or later it's going to come up. And and you're right. Uh, what what you said earlier. I think airlines are going to increase prices because they need to make something back out of what what was lost. Right? Maybe average consumer might not travel, but business travel is still going to happen anyways. So airlines is definitely going to recover. Cruise lines not 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 too early. Hotels. Um, I'm kind of iffy, but because it's, it's, it's again also related to business travel. And to be very honest, if Hilton comes and says that we, we, we are taking, making sure and we are sanitizing everything, I, I would trust uh, a hotel more than an Airbnb or something along those lines. That kinds. is actually good because just like Clorox sales are going up, like trusted brands will have higher market share when people start to go out, they will trust um, brands they know. Completely agree with that. The, the, you know, the trusted brands or people who put like, you know, it's like the, the Tylenol thing that happened like years back and you uh, read about it in school textbooks where Tylenol came out, took out all the supply of Tylenol and then, you know, said we have taken out everything and, you know, we're going to do as like, you know, great as we can. I, I think we're going to see a lot of that and, you know, the big brands are, um, are going oh, to do. Nishit says airlines. Uh, what do you say? What, what's going to come back? more stronger than not and maybe we should bank on that yeah like so i mean i'm looking at um think of it as like we had this is more of a uh i don't know how to explain this but i'm thinking like basic materials because they will be the you know they will be needed um somehow before we start you know like there is demand down the road um right now like let's take oil for example i oil copper or or platinum and things like that, they got hit fairly hard uh, over this sell-off. Um, it is possible that we see some sort of a leading, uh, 
actual college. Like, you know, I did not know how you brought that back to commodities, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always bring things back to commodities because they're my favorite. Uh, but but I think okay. you know, like look at oil. Oil might uh, if he if he see start if he start to see uh, things pick up a bit, oil mm-hmm. comes up comes back a little bit, and then okay. you know, and then we go from there. <laughs> So, Panda, your turn. Uh, Nishit says airlines. Mo says airlines do good, oil do good. Yeah, I mean, see, last week I was more of like uh, all these uh, restaurants that allow pickup delivery, like QSR is there, then your Chipotle. They have been going, like, coming back up. Yeah, airlines, I agree. Like, I have bought some airlines, I bought some again. So, I think major airlines that have good balance sheet, they will definitely come back much faster. What about and, bailout? When is that going to happen? Yeah, I was about to ask that. Like, I think, because I, I, I was, it, was it more that I asked you? Like, like if they get money from the government, like, how does yeah, that they, affect? Like, does that increase yeah. something that, like, is it good to buy or is it more of, because a lot of times there were, like, all these factors that liquidity will increase and Government might want a stake in it and stuff like that. Also, we don't know the terms yet. That's why I'm waiting. Like, yeah, yeah, that, and that's where that's where I think like Buffett came out and just sold every like whatever he had to sell because I think the investors may get crushed in this. So step back a little bit and just wait until you figure out the terms what the government wants. Because Mnuchin came out today and he said something about how um, there is some taxes that airlines have to pay, and that's why airlines. Uh, stocks kind of came down a bit today so it was again it's, it's all terms like well how big of a ownership government will take in this and yeah. then we go from there another thing of buffett is i think he's traditionally stayed away from overregulated sectors so he may see that the regulations may go way up in airlines now right so I can see that. after financial crisis banks used to deal with it yeah. now there will be stress tests and i think the buybacks are done forever for airlines, like for many months, like a long time to come, airlines will they're gonna be, be like the, they're gonna be like the banks from two thousand eight, two thousand nine. No dividends, no buybacks. You know, you don't do anything until we tell you to do anything. Maybe so. that's why also he's less interested anymore. Like, yeah, he wouldn't get any dividends out of it as well. So, okay, I feel like uh, restaurants will come up. Like the first thing, if allowed, what would I do? Right, instantly, I wouldn't take a trip. I wouldn't travel unless told to do. I wouldn't take a cruise line. Like, what would I do? I would go out. Like, that's one thing I want to do. So I feel like people would want to go out. I'm not buying any restaurant stocks, though. I feel like Starbucks could be safe enough where, like, a lot of people anyway um, take it and go. And that would actually help their throughput because less people sit, more people take away. I don't think they're going to cut prices. So I'm not invested in it uh, because of valuations and it's come back up. But I'm saying like those businesses would pick up sooner than later. Like Dunkin' Donuts, I feel like there should be no impact. Like the, I feel people would feel safer and want to go out. So what's, what's the first thing I'm gonna do? Go out locally and spend, not go to theaters, but where in groups of three or four or five, we can go out. And these things are not expensive, right? Like Dunkin' Donuts or a Starbucks. So I would be like, you know, even if you, don't have a job or anything of that sort where, you know, you're struggling, you'll still go out to Dunkin' and like you can have a coffee versus yeah. 
I don't know, Tiffany, like to buy or, like something. Or habits have changed. Now they won't, I guess. I mean, Starbucks is a luxury, so I don't, I don't know yeah. if people are in the mood of luxury right now, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting used to homemade coffee. That's yeah, ridiculous. Right? Like, you know. <laughs> same thing happened in financial advice. Like many people got used to it then. Right. So the same like, except airlines, there is no clear winner though for investing to bank on the start to back up. Ankita, do you have any thoughts on what would bounce back faster? So, like, um, we're not China. Like the United States versus China, culture, discipline. So I know earlier you were mentioning about, you know, China, South Korea, like those countries serving as a role model as to how we'll slowly open up if and when we do. Um, but the United States versus these other countries, like our discipline, our interests, our culture uh, is very, very different. So they must have like, I mean, I don't know, I haven't been following, like I said, so I don't know in terms of as China's opening up, what are they opening up step by step? I'm not sure. Um, for the US, I, I think those that are financially capable of going out to fancy restaurants will definitely take the opportunity to do so once it opens. And there's also a, a lot of people, like even myself, like I love going out to restaurants, but I've gotten so used to now cooking at home that like it's become a new habit. So our culture and our habits in the US, even for people who may be financially stable, we might have a different approach to things now and we might be a little bit more cautious. So I don't feel that restaurants um, are gonna do that well even after we open up. Uh, there'll be a small sector, I think, of the US that financially would just go out and do it and doesn't affect them. But I feel that people have transformed their habits, at least even in the last month, to like learn to save better, learn to cook better, <laughs> learn to, I think our culture is transforming in the US. Um, so I think our discipline in the US prior versus now is, is going to evolve, I, at least for me. Like personally, I used to just wanna oh, let's go out to eat, but like now it's like, I think I'm gonna try cooking something new at home. So, you know, I don't know how other people feel. I'm just speaking again from a, uh, my personal experience in the last six weeks. <laughs> so um, I think in terms of what's going to be open, I. I see essentials like, you know, getting my hair cut, like basic, like basic essentials, like self-care things, um, things for people to, you know, exercise more with. Um, I don't know if people are going to like invest more in, um, I don't know, gym memberships or something like that. Something to like, again, essentials and self-care might go up um, because people haven't been able to go out and get their exercise or haven't been able to get their hair cuts or I don't know. Those types of businesses, I think, might still do a little bit better because people are going to go out and be like, okay, I need to like take care of myself. Yeah, it's I'm crazy how we're trying to think something that has never happened. Like if now people are let out, what would they do first? Yeah. And, uh, uh, one thing, though, that is pretty common I've been hearing is like the basic impact of all this would be the savings rate will go up. People will save more. Well, my theory is that would only help stock markets because where would they put money? If we have negative interest rates, they're going to put it back to stocks. So valuations will go up for actually even lesser earnings because they're not spending the money to the companies that they were spending to before. So lesser earnings, higher stock prices. What do you think? I think we had a lot of debt going in. Um, so there will be a lot of debt service payments 
from the savings that people are making. Um, and that's where um, I'm, I'm thinking, like, you know, like I, I, I was talking about earlier as well in my, in my live and you know, other followers. Um, you have uh, a situation where the Federal Reserve is printing money. Uh, the government is spending money like there is no tomorrow. Uh, you would expect some sort of hyperinflation. But if you really think about it, what is really happening is the Federal Reserve is giving money to make sure that there are no bankruptcies. So it's essentially coming back to like, hey, let's just pay off the debt, you know, <laughs> and, and make sure the debt is, it, it goes on. So maybe it is possible that we, instead of savings rate going up or savings increasing, uh, we actually just see people just paying off their debt. What is, I haven't looked again, what is the dollar value? Has it gone up? Has it gone down? As, like, where does the dollar stand right now comparatively to before this happened? Again, I haven't checked. Give me one second. Let me give you a little bit. Uh, so, so right now, dollar, like dollar has been strengthening a bit. Like when this, all, all this sell-off started, dollar started to move higher because Whenever there's a crisis, everyone rushes towards dollar because dollar is a safe haven. Um, that's where all the trade, like yeah. all the global trade happens in dollar. All the debt payments are, all the, are, a lot of debt payments happen in dollars. So people need a cash. And all of a sudden you saw the dollar spike. Um, Federal Reserve <laughs> came in to make sure that there is no shortage of the dollar. So the dollar has declined a little bit. Mm -hmm. But will the shortage happen again? I don't know, but, but that's what, mm -hmm. That's what happened to US dollar. So we have 10 minutes to go. Let's start with Panda because he's into options. Question is, earnings season is coming up. What are we playing now with whatever we know? What are we banking on making the most of the earnings season? Panda, then Nishit, then myself, then Mo. I'm not buying, I'm not playing earnings seasons with options. I'm also, what I'm trying to do is I'm buying like long-term options and I'm just selling them for gains. Because what's happening right now, if you see a lot of options, even I was looking today at few of them with like Ford and other things, their, their implied volatility is so high, it's like in 80s, 90s, 150s, 200s. You are paying a lot of the premium because their IV is very high. So what happens is around the earnings time, especially after earnings, all of that IV will crash. So if I buy something at that high price, I would like to, first I will not buy. Uh, and if I, even if I buy, I'll buy like really, really long term, like January 2021 or June 2021 and just sell it close to earnings. So, so playing earnings with options right now is not a good idea. I wouldn't do that. Okay. Not doing. Okay. Uh, Nishit? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in a similar boat, but I'm, I'm still using the implied volatility to, to my advantage. So what I've done is I've stocked up on airlines. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have enough buying power to, to stock up on banks. But um, let's say if they, if they, if, if they, if, if the earnings is a surprise, uh, a, a positive surprise, right? Um, everything would go up in terms of implied volatility when, when it comes to options, right? Um, what I'm planning to do then is to sell covered calls um, and, and make use of, of that kind of uh, credit uh, that, that I can get. Um, but at this point, just guessing the earnings is, is, is a pure gamble. Like, uh, you, you don't know until you see a trend. Like, uh, tomorrow, Wells Fargo, I guess, is, is, is reporting earnings um, and, and JP Morgan. So mm -hmm. it would be interesting to see uh, the direction. Um, and 
it would be then safer to to bet on like future earnings like Bank of America or and other companies. But as of today, it's 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 pure gamble. Yeah, um, I feel like I want all this. I'm interested to see like what companies uh, may do better than I thought of. So there is a sector of companies which have come come down. The stocks have come down, but they are actually not that much impacted. And I guess a subsector to that is um, like second zone or third zone e-commerce companies. So three companies in the last two weeks have gone up like 40, 50% uh, or not come off from the highs. They're all second or third ring of e-commerce companies. So Wayfair, it came from 30 to 80 because company pre-announced that we don't have any issues at all. Demand is actually going up. Etsy went from 33 to 55, again, e-commerce, but we don't really look at it that way, but it is kind of e-commerce and their sales were not impacted. Again, ordering from home. Shopify hasn't come down. It's still at 450-ish, pretty close to the highs. I don't have a pick right now, but I feel I'm looking, I'm gonna look into that. And if there is uh, some company in that um, range of businesses, which is e-commerce, eBay, I don't know. So they may, if those stocks haven't recovered, then I'm gonna pick one or two of those. But that's the only one I feel like is undiscovered. Everything else, companies are pretty uncertain themselves. So it's pretty hard to say. I was gonna bank on Facebook first, but they pre-announced that they're already seeing downturn. So in ad market. Um, so when it comes to earnings, I'm not really predicting any earnings because you can't, it's very difficult. So I'm, what I'm looking out for is surprises. Um, if the if someone comes out like you know if any everyone for example uh, banks I, I think they're gonna do uh, horrible most likely uh, but if they come if some some bank comes out in a good shape uh, saying that they're not seeing as much default and you have some sort of surprise I can see people jumping on the stock and just just taking it higher so positive surprises um, whenever there's a positive surprises uh, jumping in could could be you know like good good speculation there um, and i'm also looking at um like at talking e-commerce um angie a-n-g-i is a symbol mm -hmm. angie's list um that that's something interesting over the past few days yeah. i'm seeing a slight uh bump in the stock price and and i feel like you know as more people are home things are breaking at home and maybe <laughs> maybe they could see a positive surprise um yeah. the structure of the company is slightly confusing but um, as a speculative bet, I think that could be something to look out for. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's yeah, so about it. Let's uh, keep an eye for our next week weekly things. If we see a company that, like there's so many companies that will be reporting, we don't know, but if we can keep an eye on any companies that say they're not really impacted as much as we thought, then make, make a note on our group and let's all dive down on that. So five more minutes, let's go to Ankita with all you know. Do you think, so she works, as I said, in the front line. So do you think we're all like being too optimistic or like the markets participants are usually like, what do you think? Is the market off? Uh, I think I think we're being optimistic too soon a little bit. Um, the reason for that is there have been a lot of reports about patients who've gotten COVID and then are free of COVID and then are being reinfected again. Um, there's a lot of information about antibody testing that 
the antibody testing isn't exactly valid enough. So I think it's good to be optimistic, uh, you know, being such a powerful country, or hopefully we stay a powerful country. Um, I think it's good that people are being optimistic. It's interesting how, um, you know, sometimes, uh, just to, again, like, again, opinion, but um, when Trump speaks and he says, everything's great, everything's awesome, um, I think it sort of keeps people from panicking, which is good, uh, in the general public even though the information sometimes isn't the best. And I think that some, sometimes actually even stimulates the economy a little bit, just him just being like, everything's fine kind of thing. Um, so I think we're just being optimistic too soon. I think we don't have enough data to go off of uh, to determine exactly when we'll reopen. Uh, and reopening step by step is, is probably the safest way. Um, but I, I think we're just a little too soon. And I, I, I keep an eye, obviously, on pharmaceuticals, um, personally. So Merck, GSK, uh, a lot of vaccine pharmaceuticals are always an eye that I'm looking at in terms of stock prices. So you'll see Merck, GSK, R. Um, yeah, I think BMS also has some things. So you'll see like their stock prices slowly rising because pharmaceuticals is going to be huge in terms of vaccine production as well as medications. You know, we're running out of medications, so we're seeing drug shortages already in the hospital setting. Um, so there should be a lot of, in my opinion, uh, in-house production of pharmaceuticals versus overseas um, in the future uh, versus, you know, a lot of active pharmaceutical ingredients are made in China right now and in India. Uh, I think the United States will hopefully slowly, slowly start to move towards um, a lot of in-house production starting with the API itself. So I keep an eye on pharmaceuticals, but um, like I said, uh, I think we're optimistic too soon. Um, okay. And hopefully, hopefully the people that are optimistic are looking at it in the right way and I'm wrong, I hope to be wrong, but that's how I feel. Yeah, I feel like Panda just left, maybe he comes back, but in absence, yeah, other than Panda, I feel like the general conception is we're too optimistic too soon. So, uh, do you have any biotech picks for us or pharma picks for us? Um, like I said, I haven't been following too much. Um, I, I just the vaccine companies. I keep an eye on. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing big yet. Like I said, okay. I, I've been. Um, you know, my favorite is Tesla. <laughs> so, as you know, I kind of keep an eye on some of my favorites that are not pharmaceutical related. Um, okay. But I recently started to pick up some of the vaccine companies because the need is there, definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go around and say maybe one company that we're super confident of or super worried about going into earnings season. I'll start. I'm really confident about Google coming up with a lot of uh, YouTube watching, although the ad market may go down, but they'll also be pretty central to the government in tracking and tracing. I feel they their relationship with government will improve as we go towards more tracing and data tracking and um, businesses on and usage is more and more, no less. It's just the ad market suffering, but that's what I'm super confident about. Worried about Disney, uh, <laughs> a little Disney, but I'm worried about their parks are shut, their movie theaters are shut, their in a very bad shape. In a shot. I don't know what's happening with them. I feel like the drop, stock has just dropped 20, 30, 25%. It's too less. I don't know. So not adding right now. Um, Nishit? 
then Mo, then Panda. What are you confident about or worried about going into spring season? I'm not confident about anything because it's it's going to be a surprise. However, I think I think Facebook for some reason, um, I just and this is literally just gut feeling. Um, I think I think it's going to be a positive um, surprise because uh, I I know that our revenues and everything would have been impacted. But if you think about Instagram, right, and the number of users that might have increased, right? I I I know I know three people who never used to use Instagram are now kind of using their IGTV and stuff like that, right? Um, so when you, when you think about uh, customer adoption, right, and kind of the, the them them getting a bigger market share now, um, it would be interesting to see how the market reacts. Uh, negative earnings, but like positive uh, customer growth. So Facebook is actually the only one that I'm kind of uh, tracking in terms of earnings um, to see if my predictions are right or wrong. Right, uh, awesome. 30 seconds each, Panda and Mo. Mo, go. Oh, What's I'm it? going. Yeah. Um, again, earning earning season, do not try to predict it because you don't know what you're going to get at the end of it. So don't try to predict. But I'm looking at NG. Uh, just another interesting idea that I don't think anyone is looking at low value stock. Um, you know, like the, it, it's just like, you know, price action looks good. Fundamentals are decent. Um, could see slight move to the upside. Um, I'm just gonna add a little bit to Nishit on on Facebook. He said, uh, um, "I'm I'm talking to a lot of uh, friend of mine who are in small business. Um, they have uh, cut their uh, small sp uh, uh, they've cut their uh, spending on Google Ads, but they're spending more on Facebook because it's more targeted and more um, they can get more results and like you know much better targeting that way. So." And, and at the same time, a lot more people are on Facebook now and Instagram than, than they used to be before. Awesome. And Google, go. Facebook, Angie, Panda, go. Boeing. I'm buying a lot of Boeing and Berkshire Hathaway. Well, a p positive, both of them? Yeah. 